Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Lori and Julia Show. My talk 107. What everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Julia is in... Under the wild skies of Montana, Disney Great. family, so Holly Roberts is with us, of course. And we got a big D today. Oh, Come on. There we go. That song. There we go. Great. It's somebody's birthday. His name is Tony Love. Go show. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Come and sip a party like it's your birthday. Go me. Go me. Go me. Go me. Go me. Happy birthday, Donnie. What are you doing today, old man? Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Nothing today. Saturday. We'll do something on Saturday. Yeah. We're going to, uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of the place. It's it's in White Bear Lake, and they have really amazing pizza. It starts what? with a P. Not Punch. No, no, no. Not no, it's punch. not Punch. Oh, it's on my cell phone. All right. right. Well, we can ask Rick so, yeah. Pizza Ria Pizzo. Is that what you're, where you're Ooh, going to? That's real to? close. Or Pinos. I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of alliterative pizza joints up yeah, in that part in of town. Yeah. I can't remember the name, but All we're right. going to do Sweet. that on, uh, on Saturday. Well, we Aww. are talking food with Rick Nelson from the Star Tribune. I bet he knows. I bet he knows. And then mm. uh, also we're having um, Debbie Duncan and Gwen Matthews are joining us. The Queen of Soul, a tribute to Aretha, is happening this weekend. So we're going to talk to them. And we talked to them last time. What was the tribute show they were Remember when those ladies were in? Dion Warwick? Maybe, yes. Might Maybe that's what it, that was. I love these tribute shows. Can't get enough of them. Really. They're super fun. They are. Okay, so um, hands-free. It Both is hands time. On the wheel. Put that phone down. Get the slow pokes out you. of the left lane. The funniest photo I saw was uh, a guy that had duct taped his phone to his head. Oh, dear. There is a meme of somebody who had a rubber band around the phone. And technically, I suppose, you you could. You could. If you wanted How do you to. end the phone call? Those are logistical questions that maybe those people haven't thought of yet. Yeah, yes. I, Donnie, I had to logistically get my car. I had to drive over to the dealership and because uh, I never connected my Android Auto for the screen, like for the Google Map. Ah, uh, yeah. I, was like, I thought I, I showed you how to do that yesterday. Yeah, I know, but there was other things that we had to do. <laughs> well, so me and the car oh, okay. guy just sat in my car and swore. I swore. And he <laughs> he really just kind of said, yeah, that might be a good thing to click on. I, I really talked myself through it, but I needed him there, oh, well, even right. though he knew okay. nothing. Yeah. But we figured it out. <laughs> That's great. I know. I mean, he did. He admitted. He goes, oh, I'm not the... I, 
he's an Apple guy. So, like, oh, he knows. Oh, okay. I get it. The Apple Android probably. Apple division. But yep. yeah, yeah. I just having him there and, and dinking around with it and, and using some favorite curse words. And <laughs> it was very funny. Did so. you get it figured out? Yeah. Good. So, so yeah. now you're hands free. Hands totally. Free. Totally. Because I used to just, it would be on my phone and I could hear it through my car. But it now would be nice. I've got it on the screen. I just was too lazy when I got the car a year and a half ago. Yeah, I Can understand. You that? Well, you just, it was like, it wasn't necessary I, for you. It wasn't. Now it but is. But now it is. Now it is. And it's a good thing. I, yeah. This is a good thing. Put the phone down because how many times have you been driving oh, in your car yeah. and you look over and there's a car that's going really slow or it's kind of swerving and then you try to pass them really quickly. At least I do because yeah, I'm I, like, I just want to be out oh, away from away this from person. This person. Yeah. So hopefully this it's will be a, a big, good safety initiative. It's a big ticket. It's $275 ticket. They are not going to be giving people, oh, I didn't know that isn't going to fly. No, ignorance is no excuse. Yeah. And uh, who told us that um, some of the... Uh, um, you know, I don't know if it's state troopers or, or the police are going to be in like school, you know, well, buses or vans. I told you that. Yeah. yeah. Where they look can well, look so down, can down on down. you and they see yeah. you texting. Yeah, Just so you, let it wait. Even if you're at a light, you cannot. Nope. Nothing. I feel like if you have that urge to do something on your phone, then it's time to Put start. Yeah, Just start establishing the habit of putting it in your purse, putting it in the back seat. Yeah. So then you just you can't do anything yeah. about it. $275. That's a big fine. I think that's the second. Violation. I know it is. Oh, okay. I know they're just doing 50. I don't know why they're doing it that way. The state needs money. We're constantly fixing the damn roads. <laughs> just do the 275. That's what I say. Just nice, solid. I'm so mean. <laughs> no, you're not. You're just practical. Okay. Like that. Um, oh, by the way, it's yeah. Penzo's in White Bear Lake. Penzo's, Penzo's Chicago-style pizza. Oh, yeah. Thanks, caller, for helping uh, me. I got to give a shout-out to my friend Chaz, Lori, and Deb. I, I saw my, some uh, friends of mine last night, but uh, Chaz told me, he said, Lori, I had to turn off your shark uh, week story yesterday because you're making me afraid to go in the water. I said, that is not my intention, and that no. is not the intention of you know the people at uh, Discovery Channel, they over thirty years they have been celebrating sharks. He goes, I didn't even know there was a Shark Week with programming. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and we were trying to get away from the perceptions of them as being mindless killing machines. Right. Said, I didn't mean to do that, but I did watch. I'm only halfway through the Josh Dumal. You know, the first time ever um, Discovery Channel did a. Um, scripted drama about a shark attack and oh my gosh josh dumel first of all he looks fantastic in the water but it's called (laughs) does he have all his clothes on yeah it's called capsized blood in the water and it is based on a terrifying true story and it is about uh according to popular mechanics which is where this story originated um, in 1982, a captain, his girlfriend, and three sailors were sailing a yacht named the Trash Man from Maryland to Florida. When a storm caught them, the yacht sank. They then ended up in a lifeboat, but they had no food or water because their emergency gear had been previously washed off of the ship from another storm. And they were off the coast of North Carolina, which everybody knows that pays attention to shark stuff is in the traffic area for migrating sharks well that's good to know good to know and so uh popular mechanics reported you know that the girlfriend was injured during the sinking and it was her blood um that attracted 
tiger sharks and tiger sharks. Now, don't make a joke about the the actual yacht being called the Trashman, but they are considered the garbage uh, shark of the sea. They'll eat anything. Oh no! Oh. So they thought that she was like some kind of chum, the ocean. chum bucket, and they came exactly. over to feed on all of them. Oh so, no! And if you remember in Jaws, when um, Richard Dreyfus slices open a tiger shark and he pulls out like a license plate. <laughs> yes. Okay, and he said, this is a tiger shark yeah. in a shoe. <laughs> it really is true. They have been found with everything in their stomachs. And so even though only six people die per year, this is a, a, a movie that is about a true story. And uh, it gets intense. Okay. Really? It's intense. <laughs> it was, and even the way it starts off is so good. So you recommend? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, going back and watching Capsize. Yeah, I liked it. And of course, you know they'll probably be replayed several oh, times or whatever. Be but played all. It, it all is the time. a true story. Uh, What's your yeah. friend's name? Chaz. What? Yeah, my friend Chaz. Chaz. Uh, we should have him watch The Shallows with Blake. I know oh, that shows. is a great show too. Even. I just love a shark movie. Yeah, that's what a good can shark I say? Movie. Well, it's intense. Man versus nature. Did woman you ever see nature. The Shallows? Yeah, I did, and it was terrifying. It, but it thing, was good, right? Yeah, yeah, it was totally good. But Chaz shouldn't be scared because it's like you said yesterday. The statistic about being the victim of a shark attack is so yeah. minute. Yeah. So, but don't turn your back on the water if you're in the ocean, and I say that from experience because a big rogue wave could take you down well that's more scary that is that, more dangerous that has than happened a yeah that has that ever happened because that happened to me once in hawaii up on the north shore my aunt and i were just like you know da, 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 da. all of a sudden we turn around and there's like just so oh, maybe a six foot wave but it was taller than us and i mean it crashed in our heads and we both lost our top Listening to soft yacht rock. Although we we don't mind it, it's no. kind of a change of well, pace. Lori gave me permission to play as the bumper music today. All of my some of my favorite songs. All right, and this is one of my favorite songs because I think it's every time I hear this in the summertime, yeah. you have to roll down all the windows yeah. and open up the sunroof. Would, would this just, be the epitome of yacht? Oh, rock? it's a great yacht rock song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just wait for the Christopher Cross probably an hour. No, 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 Christopher Cross. <laughs> Who no. is it? This is America. Well, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I just said wait yeah. for the Christopher Cross. I right. playing any Christopher Cross, wise guy. All right. Okay, so uh, last night, uh, giving us great couch was Julia Louis-Dreyfus. looking like a million bucks on Kimmel. She had the, Love. She had a great leather dress on. Uh, the Veep finale happened on HBO May 12th. So if you haven't watched it yet and you don't want to have... Uh, the ending spoiled. The second cut that we are going to play is going to spoil Veep for you well, if you haven't seen it. But this first one, uh, Kim uh, Kimmel wants to know about uh, Marianne Will- Williamson in the debate on Tuesday night, the Democratic debate. I guess said yada, 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 oh, you know, which was Elaine. Yes, of on course. Seinfeld. So here's Julia Louis-Dreyfus with uh, her theory about the yada, yada, yada. You last night... Yes. Got a shot. Kind of Elaine Bennis, in a way, got a shout out. Yes. During the well, let's show that clip so people know what's going on. I I'm, don't think the Democratic Party should be surprised that so many Americans believe yada yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That is so bizarre. I guess uh, I guess she's gonna 
pick me as her running mate? Is that what that means? <laughs> I think, if anything, she would be your running mate. I mean, come on now. That's pretty, that must be yeah, kind of exciting. Yeah, that was so well, no? I, you know, it's it's bizarre. It's kind of like worlds colliding yeah. and then some, right? Yeah, I when mean, you become part, such a part of the fabric of, of society, the culture, yeah, that you're you're now like a catchphrase in a debate. Yeah, totally. it's like I imagine what the lady from the Where's the Beef commercial must have felt like <laughs> so many years ago. And I had forgotten that it was Elaine Bennis that did the yada yada yeah, yada. She, she did. Yeah. I couldn't tell whether or not she was super excited about well, the fact that the, the catchphrase moved she, its way. No, she didn't into, care because she said, as Selena, you know, she said, we're, she said, uh, we watch, we're watching all the political stuff. That's where we got a lot of our ideas came mm-hmm. directly from politics. So here's where she talks about the final episode of Veep, which does give away how the show wrapped up its last season. So turn it off if you don't want to hear this part. Like, I don't know what I can say about the last episode of Veep, even though it was months ago that it aired. I think can we, can we talk now about say it. what happened? Why not? Why shouldn't we? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, all right. Okay, go. So there's the ending of the show. Yes. Selena finally, again, becomes president of yes. the United States. Yes. And then at the very end of the show. Yes. So it's 20, what, like something, four years they, later? They, ju- they jump ahead 24, 25 years later. That's and right. We're watching the news. Yes. And Selena Meyer has died. Yes, we're at her funeral, the yes. coverage of her funeral. And almost immediately after, it just like kind of right in the middle of the coverage of her funeral, Tom Hanks dies and steals her thunder completely. <laughs> completely. Yes, that's exactly right. Okay. Oh, no. I know, I know. So then here is kind of a cute story about as they're, you know, doing the final editing or whatever, because she's obviously an executive producer yes. on Veep, about this Tom Hanks storyline. What I was wondering great. is if Tom knew he was going to die okay. on the show. So get a load of this. Okay. <laughs> so I, we're, we're, in the, uh, we're in the final mix for the show. We've, we've locked pictures. So this is, you know, we're about to turn it into HBO, and then it's done, done. You can't touch it. And we're listening to the playback, and one of our producers says, Hey, um, who talked to Tom about this? <laughs> And we all sort of looked at each other, and and we had all forgotten to be in touch with Tom Hanks. And so, I mean, we had gotten permission to use clips from his movies and stuff, but, and so all of a sudden, I was furiously writing emails, an email to him, email to his agent, texting him, trying to reach him, because we were under the gun. I mean, literally, really, we had no yeah. time. And... Uh, Fortunately, while we were in um, in the sound mix, within about 20 minutes, I heard back from him, and the first thing he said was, "Absolutely." I explained to him the joke, and he got it completely. And of course, you know that was like son- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also. Also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That was kind of a thing that had come up in the very first season of Veep was that she didn't want Tom anything Tom Hanks to do could steal her thunder. Yes. And then yeah. the punchline punch at line. the end. Brilliant. I know. Isn't Brilliant. That, isn't that good? good? Yeah. So let's play the next one because uh, uh, I remember we played some of it um, when Julia Louis-Dreyfus got the Mark Twain uh, prize last year and she was so funny Mm -hmm. so here she is talking about receiving that award you also a really a great award especially for a comedy actor is the mark twain prize which you received last year and everyone came to pay tribute to you was that did you enjoy that experience well let me tell you something I got this letter asking me to come and uh, to the Kennedy Center and when I first got this letter I misread it and I thought they were asking me to speak about someone else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I'm not going to go all the way to D.C. and <laughs> tout somebody else's <laughs> accolades. Right. And then I read it again, and I thought, oh, my God, it's me. They want to, it, oh, of course I'll go. <laughs> and so that was actually how I opened the whole, I, telling that story on myself, which was kind of true. And then, um, uh, but it was, it was really scary, to tell you the truth, because you come out, and there are like 3,000 people sitting there, and they put you in a booth, and you have to, you know, and I, I sort of made an Evita joke when I was up there. And, uh, but I was nervous as hell and about, because they say, we're going to give you this award for comedy. Congratulations. Now speak for 15 minutes. So it's sort of like you have to prove that you're worthy of it, mm-hmm. which is how I looked at it, which is kind of the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I was just in my pants, tell you the truth. <laughs> wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't you, though? And she is, I think you could argue, the funniest person in television history. I mean, oh, one of them. One I of mean, them. She's she she in top five. She's like Lucille Ball yes. level, yeah, like Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett yeah. level. Yes, and she, we're going to find out in September if Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Kimmel reminded her of this last night, will take home her record-breaking ninth acting Emmy and he basically told Cloris Leachman to watch her butt because <laughs> Cloris has the record. Um, but she told Jimmy, she said, listen, I just keep it humble. And then he showed a picture of like her office and she keeps one one statue in there. And it's not an Emmy. It's it's a broken off chip from her Hollywood Walk of Fame when they misspelled Louie and they spelled it L-U-I-S yes. instead of L-O-U-I-S. Keep it humble. <laughs> and she said, I was sort of pissed off about the whole thing because I get there and my name is spelled wrong, but this keeps me humble, so I keep that in my office. I feel like that's She's just so a good. wonderful sense of perspective about I know, everything. I, I, get, I think she will win the Emmy this year for her performance. I do, too. I do, too. All right, listen, when we come back, what is next for Ariana Grande? Well, we've got a couple of things to tell you. This 
a Lennon McCartney song, so they wrote it for him yep. for a hard day's night. You guys are musical geeking out. That is so good. I love it. I honestly have never heard that song. It's in the movie. Oh, it's in the movie, yeah. I love that. A hard song. day's night. Happy just I don't know that I've ever really seen that all of that movie. Oh, you know oh what I'm really? Saying? It's actually pretty good. It's a delight. Yeah. It is just one of is those. Is this the one where they kind of run around, or am I thinking of the monkey's head? Well, they, they do run around. Okay. <laughs> they, they, the monkey's head. Oh, the yeah. movie head. By yeah. the monkeys. That one's just a weird old trip. That's one okay. where it's all the weird things. The, a Hard Day's Night is black and white. I've never, and it's yeah. like 36 hours in the life of the Beatles. It's only like an hour and a half long. It will put I, you in such a good mood. All right. I I've never, recommend never it. seen, never seen that. I mean, I think I've seen parts of it. You probably, probably have. have yeah. but, okay. So Ariana Grande. Where is she heading next? Because Ariana yesterday posted on her Instagram about her experience meeting her idol, Jim Carrey, on the set of his show, Kidding. She is making a tiny appearance on season two. It was really, really sweet. There are no words. This is the most special experience of my life. Nothing is crazier than getting to work with someone who you've idolized and adored since before you could speak, and then to discover he's so special. And anyway, really, I love it It when somebody fan fans out like someone famous about somebody that they meet. I just think it's very relatable. And those two um, kind of earlier this um, spring, they went... uh, had they had some wholesome interactions about mental health and depression online, I think on Twitter or Insta. They did. And um I just love it that she was just fanning so hard about meeting uh her idol. That's a great way to show humility. And she let's just take stock of her. Okay, so All February right. she wins her first ever Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Album. She skipped the show. That was some BDE right there. And she eventually got the Grammy in the mail. That's right. And summer. in May, she was announced the new face of Givenchy. Then uh, she got her first Vogue cover, July issue. And then she just tied Taylor Swift for the most VMA nominations this year with 10. And she's just huge and super hot right now. She's got fashion, music, tours, Vogue, and she doesn't need to even show up at an award show, which is why I love the whole Jim Carrey thing. But she's acting again, because remember, she got her acting uh, start as on Disney. She was like, oh, she was a Nickelodeon girl. So she was on Cat, was Sam, it Sam and Cat, Cat. Yeah. and I think that was involved with Victoria's. That, that's a little mm. bit after my time, but uh, yeah. she was a Nickelodeon star. And then she mm. showed up, she had a brief stint on Scream Queens, the Ryan Murphy. Was she good on that? Yeah, yeah, she was, and now she's appearing on Kidding. She has an upcoming role in the movie The Prom. Is that a scary movie? I think so. Sounds scary. So maybe she's going to get back into acting. She will be at Lollapalooza this weekend. If you're going to Lollapalooza uh, in Chicago, she and oh, she headlined Coachella. That's right. For two weekends. And then she had four fifths of NSYNC on stage with her. On stage, yeah. So the festival takes over Grant Park and it starts uh, today. And, uh, you know, that is like. uh, 170, 75 bands on multiple stages. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it really does. And I love this about Lollapalooza. I think they did this. They've long time done this, but kids 10 and under go free. 
I don't know if people want to bring their kids. Yeah. That's so. That's a, a tall young, order. Who I don't wouldn't want to be in charge of a child. Yeah, at but, Lollapalooza. Yeah, I know. But ten and under, maybe your ten year old really wants to see childish Gambino. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, I really like Ariana Grande. She's consistently put out great pop music for the past five years. If you really go is. back and listen to her records, you're like, that. These are all hits. Yeah. She's lovely. Yes, and her and her tall ponytail. Her tall ponytail. Yes, I'm I'm here for this uh, show. Did you ever like watching VH1 behind the music? Oh, oh loved right the time. Loved it. Loved. I don't know why they don't re-air some of those. That's a good question. Because I mean, I f- other than updating it at the end, I mean, a lot of those. They, I don't know. There, maybe there's a rights thing or something. Could but be. Angie Martinez, uh, We TV is taking. A little tiny page out of VH1's playbook, and it will—it's coming on sometime in September. But she's going to host the untold stories of hip hop. So right now, uh, Cardi B will be one, Snoop Dogg, Queen Latifah, Ice Cube, and then there'll be behind the scenes stories. So I, well, that sounds super fun and interesting it? because behind the music was everything when yeah. it came on, and it was super salacious at the time. Oh, you got to see behind the scenes of MC Hammer and his bankruptcy. And then is that where we saw Mariah Carey's closet? No, no, that was a different that show. That was a different show. Was that that was MTV Cribs. Cribs, that's yeah, right. That will always that was hold another good one. The eternal moment of Mariah Carey in her New York City penthouse, yeah, riding her stair stepper on her stiletto heels, mm. and then she had the whole Hello Kitty room, et cetera, et cetera. But that would be an interesting show to go back to as well. Cribs on MTV. Yes. All of these behind the scenes fun lifestyles, life rich and famous lifestyle. Oh my goodness, Robin Lee. Yes. Anyway, so that's coming out. This fall, Fun. it'll be on We TV. I think that's a good move on the part of We. I think so we'll, too. We'll see yeah. what happens. Um, I don't know if um, you guys are going to see Reva at Treasure Island on yeah. August seventeenth. No, there no, are still that. tickets available. Are you going? No, I'm okay. not going. I think I'm going to a wedding on August seventeenth. Awesome. That's a Saturday reason. night. Saturday? Yeah, that's ringing well, a bell. Because I'm going to yeah, the Stray Cats the next night at Treasure Island. You are? Yes, I am. Yeah, I've never been to an outdoor concert at Treasure Island. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you one word of warning. There's <laughs> one road in. Yep. And one road out. Oh, no. So I recommend either spending the night or going back into the casino and... Just like gamble away gamble the hours until everybody like an leaves. Hour, like an hour, you know, and or you have to leave Before early, the but ends. there will be lots of people leaving early. That's the only negative about that amphitheater. But if you know, you can be prepared because if you don't know, once you get in that, it can take you an hour to get to the road the road you need to get to well, knowing is half the battle yeah. thank you Lori, for that pro so, tip for treasure island <laughs> and then i i did take a look uh, for a girlfriend of mine she was like oh i'm wondering about going to see hootie and the blowfish at the at the grandstand oh yes and since it's august 1st we are yes. talking about the fair it, it it, the ban is, is lifted safe. yeah yes, as the of the first of august the ban is yeah. lifted yep. yes but um i think hootie is the one show that's all, pretty much almost sold out i saw that there were obstructed grandstands seats only laugh. Brady Carlisle's not sold out? 
Well, maybe Brandy is. Oh, okay. I didn't research that one because right. that is a Saturday night, yeah. the Labor Day weekend of the fair. But um, I'm surprised that Hall and Oates isn't sold out. I feel like a lot of people maybe would want to go see mm. them. Well, no. remember no. the grandstand mm. can hold like 15,000 15, people. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. you know, so I think it's... They didn't draw that when they were in town a year or so ago. Uh-uh. So, oh, I, I didn't so. realize that the grandstand could hold that many people. Well, I think... Well, yeah, I think that is what it is. Not. And then when they redid it, you know, and there isn't a bad seat. It's a fun venue. Oh, yeah, it's very fun. So I just, yeah, I said to my friend, I said, you know, you can pay more, on, you know, from a StubHub situation or something or get your obstructed seats right from the grandstand. But yeah. Anyway, and then the Teen Tween Band. Um, Why don't we? Yes. And we play one of their songs here at my talk. Do we? Yes, we do. Yeah, it's in. It's been in the rotation for a couple of months. Come up. It's called Eight Words or Four Words, something like that. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. This is the band. This will be the day at the fair, the second day of the fair, where it is going to be teenage mania and tween mania. I mean, I know a girl who's coming from Bozeman. To see why don't we? Yes, because really? why don't we is never going to Bozeman. That, well, that's true. I mean, who? I mean, unfortunately, they who don't is get going a lot. to Bozeman? They don't get a lot. And you guys, John Mayer is here next week at the Excel. I think he's here like huh? the fifth or something. And I saw on the uh, ad that they were playing because the last time John Mayer was here with his jazz experimental thing, a lot of people were deeply disappointed in that concert. So in the advertising for his Excel show, John Mayer will be playing all of his hits. There you go. Is he, this isn't with Dead & Company, is it? It's no, just no, no. John it's just Mayer yeah, doing John's, his thing. Yeah, putting on the John Mayer concert that people thought that they were going to when he did his little um, experimental thing. So yeah, it's um, Monday night. Um, August 5th is John Mayer so he and I mean he's so good that's great that he's playing all of his hits because people were seriously annoyed with him did you go to that show I did the jazz experiment show well I don't know that it was billed that way but I had been to a John Mayer concert like 10 years ago and it was so good it was so romantic it was so amazing and um, well he's a great guitar player yes he is But we don't want to just hear guitar. Uh, we want no, singing. We, we, we want to hear his yes. voice. Where is your body as a wonderland? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donnie, you share a birthday with Jerry Garcia speaking of the Grateful I know that. Dead. Yes. I was hearing a lot of it on Old Sirius today. They did a whole bunch of Jerry Garcia stuff. Yeah. The, uh, on yeah. Sirius, the um, the Madonna experiment is over, you guys. Oh, I didn't oh, tune that in. Do you think that... I know I listened to it. I listened to it. And uh, I, there wasn't a lot of Madonna talking, which I don't know if that was good or bad, but it they could seriously... They were doing deep cuts. I mean, she has enough of a catalog to support her own channel. Oh, yeah. The Beatles have their own channel. Yes. Petty, Elvis, Springsteen. Springsteen. Yep. Um, Grateful Dead, of do you course, think that Sirius XM after doing the trial month maybe, might consider maybe. doing this? Because think of all, yeah, Madonna has a way bigger catalog than a lot of those performers and all of the adjacent Madonna yeah. stuff. That would be really fun. Yeah, so I didn't really hear her, t- you know, being Madame X too much. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which was fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. All right, listen, we come back. Rick Nelson is uh, the food editor at the Star Tribune, and uh, we are going to talk restaurants and dining. I love it when you call me, 
Come on, Shamila. Make it Insta official, you two crazy kids. Oh, Laura, you love her, you. I know it. I know Rick Nelson <laughs> is with us from the Star Tribune. Of course, he writes about all things food. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be reading you do your Burger Friday. Burger Friday. And mm. actually, I'm taking a little break from burgers right okay. now, and I'm doing Hot Dog Friday. Oh, I love uh, it. You know, right, uh, through the state fair, anyway, and yeah. we'll just see how it goes. Okay. Um, I just could not face another burger, and I thought, it's summer. Hot dogs. Why yes, not? You know? I yeah. agree. Um, okay, so um wanted to ask you, you had tweeted uh, one of your coworkers' stories, and I'm just curious about what the City Center news is. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. that has been okay. a shell. So City Center is, to me, the ugliest <laughs> building in downtown Minneapolis, right? It was like a child of the 1970s. It's like covered in precast concrete. Couldn't be. It's like a big, ugly fortress. They announced today that at the 7th and Nicollet corner, they're going to renovate the exterior and open it up and take off the precast concrete and, you know, put in glass and I think maybe oh. some wood or something. Anyway, it looked a lot better. You know, I, I don't think it's the more most... Invite, yeah, invite way more inviting. Yeah, way more inviting. Into in. the building and actually you wouldn't look at it and go, oh, that's an Egyptian concrete bunker. Right. You know, I mean, it's the uh, truly it's like the it's you walked on that stretch of Nicollet Mall and you think, what were they thinking? Yeah. So, you know, here's hoping. So I think they're spending three million dollars to do that corner. Yeah. Hopefully then they'll do the other corner at Sixth and Nicollet and they'll make that, you know, so that whole stretch of Nicollet will look better. Okay. Than it does now. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that that is good news. Now, what is this croissant alert that you're talking (laughs) about that you wish you lived in Uptown? I I lived in Uptown for almost 20 years. I I haven't lived there for almost 20 years. That's how old I am. And people always ask me, so do you miss living in Uptown? like, Except we, for the proximity to Lucia's, which is now gone. I lived in the yeah, apartment yeah. building across from oh, Lucia's in that little building, uh, not that bank building. Yeah. I loved living there, but right. I'm glad I lived there. Like, me too. I was right. probably 20 years ago because it's so changed it's now. It's so changed mm-hmm. now. I mean, yeah. the uptown bar is gone. I mean, every, yeah, so right. many things are gone right. that were and, fun. And all the things that were fun and it meant something to people. However... So at 32nd and Hennepin, there's this uh, bakery is opening. It's called Black Walnut Bakery. Oh, I love and, the name. And if you ever go to Spy House, the coffee shops, yes. they have some of the best baked goods in the Twin Cities because this woman named Sarah Botcher, who runs the Black Walnut Bakery, uh, and it's been a wholesale bakery for, I don't know, five years, is opening her a retail bakery. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So you'll be able to go to this really, really, it's looking really beautiful. It's about a month out, I think. I was in there the other day. It's like full of sunshine and it's all white tiles. Is that tiles in the old and, Lucia space? No, it's on, it's, it's a block down on down, Hennepin. Okay. So it's in a new, like, three-story apartment building mm-hmm. and it's on the corner mm-hmm. of this building. So it's got light on two sides. It's got a patio on the sidewalk. Oh, nice. Seating for maybe 40 and she's going to do, you know, breakfast and lunch and, you know, dessert in the evening. Oh, think and, of all the croissants, yeah. Sam. Oh, she's gonna make I know. Oh, <laughs> yum. Well, you're right. Yeah. Those those pa- baked goods at Spy House are amazing. Are so good, are so right? Good. I mean, she's really, really talented, and so I'm thrilled that she's been wanting to do this for a long time. And she announced last fall that she was going to go into this space. And of course, things take longer than you think they're going yeah, to, and the always. construction takes longer. But her oven arrived 
this week. And so it was a really big deal when the oven arrives. It's like, well, then the, the croissants can't be too can't far away. Can't be too far away. <laughs> oh, exciting. And then you, sh- you also tweeted a picture of the Suburban World Theater. Is What's happening yeah. with that place now? So I only know that it's being renovated and it's being turned into something cool, but I don't know what it is. But they've, they've hung a new sign on the outside, and it's now called the Granada, which was its original name. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, I don't know. Because when like you and I coolest, lived there, right. that was a working theater, and it was so much fun to go oh, in there with yeah. the princess ceilings and right. the starry lights. And, and the Moroccan like atmosphere, yeah. and it was just so charming. You so know? do you think it's going to be a theater and maybe a dining thing, or you don't really know? I don't really know. Yeah. I'm guessing, you know, they tried that for a while to do, like, you know, the dining thing mm-hmm. or, like, the nightclub thing or, the yeah. you know, the spe- I th- maybe it's going to be a special events venue. Or, like, what they've know. done with the Varsity Theater. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, do you think that this could revitalize that stretch of Hennepin? Because mm-hmm. it seems a little sparse these it's days. It's sparse. And, you know, the city renovated that that block and, like, and they cut down all the tree. I mean, like... Yeah, but you can't park so, on it. Where you are, you, park park on are you supposed either? to I park? I know, it's crazy. You know? Yeah. All right, how about uh, if we have people coming in town? Where, where are some of your, like, favorite places, like, to show off? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know mine, one of my places, is I love to... Eat outside at Moscow on the Hill. Right. I just think it's fun, you know, and if it's a Friday or Saturday night, we got our accordion guy there. Yep. and It's just good atmosphere. You can see the cathedral, the city, and that's my little And it's so charming. Place. Or you go across or the across street the to W.A. Frost. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. I haven't been in a couple of years, and I had dinner there a couple of weeks ago, and you know what? That place is so enchanting. Isn't it? It was amazing, and they had, like, and the food was really, it was pretty great, and the service was great, but anyway, uh, I digress. I mean, I could, I could rattle off a million restaurants okay. and say this is where you should go, but I think one thing you might want to think about doing is taking someone to a market. Like you could take them to the Mungtown Marketplace in St. Paul, which if you've never been, it's on Como Avenue. It's this labyrinth of like stalls and shops and there's nothing like it anywhere. And it's like this total immersion into Southeast Asia. You kind of do Paul. feel like you, you are know, yeah. there, don't you? It's really you can... cool. You don't hear any English, you know, right. and there's like food, there's like prepared food to eat and there's like, you want to go and buy food and bring it home and cook. I mean, it's a really cool thing to do. Otherwise, if you're here on a Saturday, I always take people to the Mill City Farmer's Market for all kinds of reasons. One, you can go there and have breakfast because there's like seven or eight stands that serve prepared food. You can have a nice egg sandwich or you can have a frittata that's baked in a wood-burning pizza oven or you can have organic mini donuts yeah. or, you know, I mean, really great stuff. You can also shop and, of course, buy really great food and, you know, take it home and cook it and have like, you know, have your friends over and cook. But it also really shows off the city so well because, like, you know, you Mm -hmm. can go over to the Guthrie, which is open in the morning and go out on that bridge and get the view, you know, or you can walk over to the Stone Arch Bridge. And, you know, that's really an amazing thing. It's a block away. You could walk over to the um, Mill City Farmer's Market or rather the Mill City Museum, which is next door. And that mm-hmm. tells the whole city the reason why Minneapolis even exists. I'm so glad you know? they didn't knock down right. that one mill that's right, right there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, oh, right. they, at Minneapolis actually saved something. So what about if you want to bring someone to, you know, you want to show off the city and that's cool with the farmer's market and all that. You yeah. get to see the big scope. But if you wanted to bring someone to a restaurant that really shows off what it means to be in the food scene in mm-hmm. Minneapolis in 2019. Right. Like, where would you bring that person? I mean, there's, I mean, that's a, I could list off 20 places. I mean, I would take them to Spoon and Stable. I would take them to, uh, you know, uh, Colita. I would take them to Martina, any of those restaurants. One place I like to take people because they get an abs, uh, an, a true taste of what Minnesota is all about is the Wiseacre Eatery. It's on 54th and Nicollet. They have a farm west of the Twin Cities, maybe 45 minutes. And 
almost everything they serve in that restaurant is raised on that farm. So you are literally getting a taste of Minnesota by going to that restaurant. Mm. It's really, really great. And the food's really casual and interesting. It's in an old, like, 1950s service station, so it's got a lot of really great character. And it's owned by the people who own Tangleton Gardens, the nursery, oh, which I is right across place. the street. Yeah. And so they oh, have, is that where that is? Yeah, so they have the most most beautifully appointed patios in the Twin Cities because, of course, they own a nursery. So they have, like, like the most beautiful flowers and trees at this at this restaurant. It's really a charming place. And they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. And yeah. is the Town Talk Diner, is that still around? It is still around. And it's also... Is it still on Lake Street? It is. It it's is still in the, in the same, same location. In the same okay. place. And, a, and, a, and a, a, a married couple own it. And they're great cooks. And they're also to kind of do the farm-to-table thing. And they have connections with a couple of really great farms. I, I always You need to go place. back there. It's mm-hmm. fun because, you know, the original diner is the bar. Right. So, you know, you sit there at the diner at the counter and you have a drink and then you go into this small and charming dining room and eat really great seasonal food. And he, yeah. yeah, they're really good cooks. All right. Yeah. And how about, um, like, where do you like going in, like, Stillwater or Hudson? What are a couple of your favorite places um, on that side? That's a good question. Okay, if it's a beautiful summer day and it's the morning or it's the noon hour, I go a little bit up to Marina and St. Croix. Mm-hmm. To this place called PD Pappies, which yeah. nobody knows about, but it's on the river. We know about yeah. it. <laughs> I had a motorcycle. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, okay. the motorcycle so you know. and the boating crowd knows right. about mm-hmm. PD Pappies. And it's like way off the beaten path. You have to go down this dirt road to right. the marina at Marina and St. Croix. And it is literally on the river. Yeah. And you get like a 360 degree view of the river. And it is so. It, it feels like wow. you're in the middle of the wilderness, really. And on it's Sunday beautiful. afternoon, the Kurt Jorgensen band plays, and See? it is quite, uh, it's jamming there. And, you know, they always have bands, I think, Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. night. They have a bit, they do a dinner on Friday nights. I know that. Otherwise, it's just breakfast and lunch. Lunch, okay. And it's really right. basic, like, short order cooking. It's not, you know, but it's it's fine. Yeah, you know? Rick, it's been way too long yeah. since we've seen you. It's uh, been a delight, yeah. yeah, and uh, if you want to follow Rick at Rick Nelson Trib, and do you answer questions if people tweet you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. great. There you go. You've got your source, people. Yes. All right, that's Rick Nelson. Uh, listen, we 